0: A.K.A. Padders, welcome to episode 480. I'm your host of A.K.A. Pad's audio audacity podcast, Peter A. DeLuca, A.K.A. Pad, Akapad, another known as the world sketchbook champion, the pop culture post, Spicy Taco, the creator of Uzi Susie and Child by Fire. For a quick, quick promo before we get into our movie, the never ending story directed by the great, the great, Wolfgang Peterson, RIP, just passed away. But go to akapad.com and sign up for some free Wolfpack trading cards. You will be entered into my newsletter where, uh, yeah, I, I just sign out weekly newsletters where I tell you people about what I'm reading, what I'm collecting, my interest, uh links to my website so you can track what I'm doing with food reviews, comic book drawing, on and on. Because, you know, we are eclectic in this camp, but welcome to my podcast and we're Running, We're we're racing towards episode 500. I can't believe it. And the clock is ticking because I have to get done all the rebranding, all the new music, all the new intros for episode 500 leading into the 31 Days of Dread. What should be year six of that, where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. I'm not going to do the 31 Days of Dread and, and Eclipse episode 500. At the same time. So we're racing. And we're using a little bit of Wolfgang Peterson's uh, death. His passing. To you know milk some of that. But look. I'm going to get into Never Ending Story. Okay. We all know Never Ending Story. But the passing of Wolfgang Peterson. Uh, no one covered it. Uh, these these uh, intellectual YouTubers. No one cared. And it blew my mind. And normally, I don't like hijack a passing. I, it's it's a part of internet culture. I, it's the most pathetic thing. But so many Wolfgang's Pearson's movies uh, I saw, like his peak, I was there in theaters. Okay, I went to uh, you know dates with girls on some of these movies. I went to friends, um, you know, close friends. Uh, I shared some of these movies for the first time with them. Never Ending Story 1984. Within Wolfgang's filmography. This is right after the 1981 Das Boot. And this is right before the 1985 Enemy Mine. Das Boot. We went through this a couple episodes ago. Das Boot, greatest submarine movie of all time. Never Ending Story. Really the greatest children's movie of all time. An Enemy Mine, one of the top 10 science fiction movies of all time. We'll talk about Shattered. I keep rewatching Shattered. Holy crap. <laughs> I love that. That movie is a love-hate. Never Ending Story is a German fantasy. It's a German movie. German director, Wolfgang Peterson. German novelist. The book, That this movie is based on concept artwork, German, it's German all the way through our theme song, the the never ending story that we love, German. Okay, why is this important? Because when we think of Grimm's fairy tales, we think of some you know, we think of Germany, we think of like cabins and huts and 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 the smokestack and and this kind of like very, yeah, like very um like your Europe, Woodsy European type visual. That's what we when we think of Grimm's fairy tales. So it's just ironic that this movie stems a little bit from that. And to be honest, I don't know if Grimm are German or I I guess they are German. I'm just going to assume they are. So what's the plot of Never Ending Story? Never ending story is so many people get this wrong, and, and, and I'm just angry on this episode. Barrett Oliver. This is our kid in this movie. He is harassed. He's bullied. He is shit on. The world, he's, he's like middle, upper class, as so many 80s kids are. But his mother recently died. His father is disconnected. He doesn't know how to communicate things to his son. But the son needs answers, and there's no answers to give this poor child. Rainy day. He gets bullied. Has a little lunch in his bag. Gets a book from an old book guy. This is, this is also the birth, I believe, of this type of bully character. I mean, we see something very similar in Page Pagemaster. Uh, we should talk about that movie eventually. But, you know, we we're, Wolfgang is giving us, yet with the carrier monkey from Outbreak, he's giving us another trope that really gets solidified in the consciousness. This, this portrayal of a trope. Not saying he invented it, but sometimes you can create something and it cuts like a razor blade and it becomes that. Meaning it's just too good to ignore. And you, in a way, created it. That's the argument I'm making. So the kid reads this book, and he realizes that the book is echoing parts of his life. And there is this threat that's destroying this fantasy world. It's called the nothing. And the nothing is the loss of your childhood. It's the loss of your hope. It's it's a, a dwindling of your hopes and dreams. I got something very similar in life that I speak about to my friends and family. I don't call it the nothing, though. I do call it something else. And the child realizes that he is the story, that the story is dictating things to him and vice versa, and he needs to believe in certain elements of the story to save everyone from the nothing. He doesn't do it. He actually fails, and the nothing eradicates all. But we learn What the never-ending story is. It's not just a cool title. The never-ending story is us, the viewer. Watching what this child is going through. And then knowing that we're also a part of someone else's story. And the story continues. It's never-ending. And along the way, we get... What they could do in the 80s when it comes to fantasy. You know fantasy people always talk about uh, superheroes like waiting, waiting for the 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 CGI age. you know, like almost like third gen CGI created the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we talk about technology catching up to what they could do from the comics, and in a way. We have the same scenario with fantasy, where we really didn't get fantasy on a scale until Lord of the Rings. And, yeah, you know, we can also argue Harry Potter. Like, those two franchises congruently running, you know, like year after year for just about 10 years changed everything. Up until this point, what we had was Dragon Slayer, Industrial Light and Magic George Lucas Project. I believe, right? That was George Lucas. And we have Dark Crystal with Jim Henson, Frank Oz, which is the greatest, still to the state, greatest fantasy movie of all time. I believe it, both of these came out the same year. But we get the Dark Crystal. It's really, the it's the best. But NeverEnding Story gives us these big fantasy ideas. Glowing City, Glowing Citadel on the Mountain, Floating City, Flying Sperm Dog, talking giant turtle, rock monster eating rocks, snails that, that, you know, I guess like similar to DreamWorks' turbo, right? Snails that can just like, wolf talking wolves. We do have the nothing. We have uh, this almost like, uh, like, ancestral uh, space opened up, okay? It's these b- giant, broad, beautiful ideas. And these were the limits of the 80s Everything works because most of Wolfgang's uh, blocking in these scenes, they're tight and they're close, and it helps. And it's dark. Where it doesn't work is there's like a council scene in in the uh, you know in the uh, the castle where all the little fantasy heads come together and do their little fantasy uh, dictation of where the plot of the movie's going, and that scene, which is all light, all bright doesn't quite fit. It it's hard to look at. It's a little comical, some some of the uh, the the designs and portrayals and executions, but it's there and they do swing for the fences and, and you respect this movie so much more because of it. And then we get into the third act where now we're with our character is him himself the never ending story. And he gets on Falcor the giant sperm dog And he gets back at his bullies And we roll the credits And then something magical Pun intended there But magical happens with the internet age The theme song for this movie Catches fire Even to this day Catches fire It's it's like a club song You can play the song In front of 20 year old kids right now And they know it And then we get this fascination with these unproduced never-ending story action figures that you know made in Germany some of the prototypes I believe were intended for the U.S. and we get this fever amongst action figure collectors to track these things down and put them in your you know put them on your shelf now keep in mind some of these shelves that get these figures these are like tens of thousands of dollars worth of uh, product because these are the people that would track it down you know these people are making capital investments in action figures but yeah so we have again this other entry by Wolfgang and very similar to Das Boot the way how Das Boot really does capture the imagination with its portrayal him going from Das Boot to this movie it's head spinning It's a transition, potentially greater. I mean, Jaws, Steven Spielberg, Close Encounters. We we have to make that comparison. (sighs) Like, what's uh, what's a tougher movie? Jaws. That Jaws had production issues because they they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, like you kind of have to give Jaws to Spielberg. Because Jaws is a top three, top five movie of all time. But you got to give Never Ending Story to Wolfgang. And then the follow-up, Enemy mine. I mean, what would Spielberg's follow-up be? Jeez, um, I'm just, yeah. Like, I'm going to look. We're, we're going to get out of here real soon. But I need to look that up. All right, Cave I just had to look this up. And look, I just, quick caveat about Steven Spielberg. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, the men that would be king. It's a, it's a book about DreamWorks. Uh, it pretty much details uh, how Spielberg just held up that company, held it hostage, uh, didn't probably prioritize his movies in what they were trying to do with that studio. And you know, like him and it's just his current films. I mean, war, like War Horse, Terminal. It's really hard to get behind some of his like current stuff. So do I have beef with Spielberg in the way I do? Because I believe he has fallen and he has not gotten up. Spielberg, 1975, Jaws, 1977, Close Encounters, 1979, 1941, and there we go. Uh, for three entry movies, Wolfgang wins. Now, Spielberg will go on the run of Raiders, E.T., Indiana Jones, Color Purple, Empire, Empire of the Sun, uh, always. Empire of the Sun, color purple. Two great Oscar-worthy like movies, by the way. But so anyway, quick comparison there. But no, people, just when when we go into Neverending Story, just keep in mind this movie was really the first and unique for twenty something years until technology caught up to be able to defeat it, just visually. The movie carried on. The movie itself is a never-ending story. It's got in a TV series, never-ending story two, never-ending story three. Uh, I really would like to detail both of those, by the way, because I haven't, you know, like maybe there's things I can recall from two. I just know the kid from Sequest DSV looked that up, another Spielberg project, but look, Look that up because the kid from that is a kid from uh, Never Ending Story 2. A.K.A. Pad here. All Day with Dacity Podcast. Signing out. Uh, we're, we're going to do. Next up we're doing the one. One movie of all of Wolfgang's movies. Other than some of his German movies that I'm not familiar with. And that's going to be Shattered. Tom Berringer. 1991. Shattered. Neo. Nor. Think Basic in, Instinct. 1991. We're in we're in like a trendy movie uh trendy movie or trendy uh studio uh like theme here like where every studio was doing their own neo noir. so 1991 shattered is next and then we're going to get into Troy, then we're going to get into perfect storm then at that point i'm just going to evaluate where we are with wolfgang love you goodbye